Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of Compassion and Courage Conversations in Healthcare. I'm your host, Marcus Engel, and this is the podcast where I teach compassionate communication, provide perspective, and inspire resilience, often with my beautiful, lovely sidekick, The Hotness. Woohoo. Also known as Dr. Hotness. Dr. Hotness, don't forget. You won't let me forget. <laughs> you won't let me forget. <laughs> so, uh, so hey, I was thinking about something. I was thinking about a recent speaking engagement where I was doing a narrative nursing session. And I often share in my narrative nursing sessions and narrative medicine sessions, pardon me, workshops, um, the exercise that I often do with my students at Notre Dame, my pre-meds, and that is to share a story, to write or share a story about a time that you were there for someone or that someone was there for you. And in this session with nurses, I went around the room and asked people to share their, their writings and a nurse told a really, really beautiful story about how her neighbor, uh, who's a veteran who is suffering um, with quite a few different ailments, uh, didn't have any family to fall back on. And as he started getting sick, she started getting sick, I believe, with cancer. Uh, she was the one who helped him get to some of his chemo appointments uh, through surgery. She said she, for a time, went over to his house to help take care of him when he was recovering. And then later, as it got harder, he moved into her home for his last few days before he finally passed away. And I, I thought this is a really beautiful story of neighborly love. Um, I don't necessarily know if there was somebody in our neighborhood here uh, that was dying of cancer. Would we open up our home to them? I don't know. We'd have to cross that bridge when we come to it. But I thought that this, this relationship that the nurse and her neighbor had was, was worth noting. And then after telling the story, she, um, she asked a question that I think a lot of people ask, and that is, is it really work? Is it really sacrifice? Did I really do anything if I also enjoyed it? If I also enjoyed it, you know? In essence, the question becomes, is it, is it bad to feel good about doing good for another? Is it bad to feel good about doing good for another? It kind of brings up the idea of altruism. Do you know what the definition of altruism is? What's the technical definition? I gosh, you shouldn't really ask me, but whenever we talk oh. about altruism, <laughs> I it's the you were give it Yeah, to I know. You would think that that I would do preparation, but alas, <laughs> I'm not. I'm flying by the seat of my pants. Uh, altruism is the opposite of egoism. So instead of being centric on oneself, altruism is the concern with the welfare of others. And you and I have had many discussions about altruism over the years, and it's always something I there, I always say pure altruism doesn't exist because even when you do good for another, you do feel good inside, and there's right. nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Sacrifice for another doesn't mean that we have to feel 
miserable. In fact, I, I would challenge everyone who has gotten into a caregiving or a clinical role, why did you first get into this profession? Well, to help people. So if that's at your, if that's at your core, if you want to help people, why would you feel bad about helping people? And, and I know that many of us get our value from helping others. It's a, it's a personality trait in many people, people that I love, you included, um, that whenever we help other people, we feel good. That's what we feel like. We're, we're servant leaders to a certain extent. We are ser servant leaders. Um, I understand this concept, right? Because if I do something really good for another person, does it also make me feel good? Yeah. And the question is, is there anything wrong with that? And of course the answer is no. 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 We do good for others, not because it makes us feel good, but not in spite of it either. Not in spite of it feeling good. We want to keep uh, putting out as much good energy, as much hope and compassion and decency for all humanity as we can out into the world. And if we go home at the end of the day feeling good that I helped out humanity, where on earth can the harm be? There is no harm. There is no harm. Right. It doesn't discount everything you've done because you get some personal satisfaction because you know you moved mankind forward. And I would think if you really ask people, tell me about times in your life when you have felt really good about something you've done, chances are those are going to be, they're going to start listing off times that they did something for another. In fact, I think that oftentimes if we are not happiest when we are creating, we are definitely happiest when we are serving. If we're not happiest when we're creating, we're happiest when we're serving. I, I, I want to live my life in service to others. I don't always. I don't always. I can get kind of selfish about uh, the way I want things to be or what I want to do with my time. But I have never done something good and kind and decent for another human being and then thought, well, shouldn't have done that. <laughs> that's not that's not how we work, right? Um, that's not how we work, right? I think whenever we know that we are in good relationship with another human being, helping other human beings, it, it brings us a little closer to to who we are, just naturally. Just I think naturally. it's good for our mental health um, when we're feeling sad or depressed. You know, natural depression. Um, when we're just feeling funky or I don't know what to do. I think the word go, is blah. Blah. When we're when feeling, feeling blah, blah, go do something for someone else. Yeah. It helps set things back right when we're just out of equilibrium. Go do something for someone else, right? Yeah. You know, I, I often tell the story about how when I was 21... I, I was two and a half years into blindness. I had just gotten through my, my first year back in college. And I went and worked on summer program staff at a church camp. It's the church camp where I grew up. And now I was going to be leading little kids in all the canoeing and um, campfires and playing field games and hikes and swimming and all that. I would be leading all the kids much as I had been led in my younger years. 
And that summer, even though I was really struggling with being new to blindness and wondering if my uh, if my existence still benefited anybody besides myself, um, I worked with kids all that summer. And it, one of the things it opened up to me and taught me is, look, if you've got hangups about yourself, if you've got insecurity issues, if you've got depression and anxiety, um, if you've got whatever kind of, of baggage you've got going on, go work with kids for a while. Go work with little kids because little kids don't care why you don't, why you don't feel like you think you should feel. Kids don't care uh, that you're having uh, issues with how you were brought up or that person who once said something mean to you. Kids want to know that if there is an emergency, there is an adult nearby. There is someone who can protect and watch over kids. And that, it, it really makes you get out of your own egocentrism and into more of an altruism mind state. Um, I am a big fan of working with kids, and, and I hope that, uh, that if you do ever find yourself struggling with your own value or your own worth in this world, maybe find some type of youth group or activity that you can get involved with and see that kids really just want you to succeed. They want to know that they're safe and protected. And when you're giving them that, you realize that, wow, you do still have something that you are contributing to society, to the world, and to the lives of, I mean, what's, what's more innocent than kids, right? What's more innocent than kids? So that's my, that's my thought on, is it wrong to feel good uh, about doing good? Right. I think it's just called win-win. It is called a win-win. And in fact, you know, it's 2022. So we don't have to have win-win situations. We can have win-win-win-win situations. And those are the ones that I think that we create when we are thinking and when our mindset is most focused on others. We need those. We need those. All right. I want to thank everyone for joining us today for this episode of Compassion and Courage, Conversations in Healthcare. Thank you to Dr. Hotness for being with me. <laughs> and I want to thank you all for joining us today. This is the podcast where we teach compassionate communication, provide perspective, and inspire resilience. Thank you all for being with us. And as always, thank you for subscribing, rating, reviewing, and really helping us get the word out about the CNC podcast. We'll see you next time.